Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett. And on today's episode, we are joined by the original Mogul Mastermind member, the first ever member, Mr. Matt Smith from Matt Smith Consulting, Skull Crusher, Skull Drinker, number one hair on Facebook award winner. Mr. Matt Smith, um, he is amazing. So if you've ever wanted to delve deeper into a personal brand, understand what it takes to persevere through a business that's got ups and downs, trials and tribulations, this is an episode you are not going to want to miss. And of course, if we can ever help you grow your business, uh, head over to www.joinmygroup.com.au. We've got everything you need inside our free Facebook community. But until then, let's jump into the show. Mr. Matt Smith, sir, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate you making the time. Glad to be here. Great to have you. Now, I always like to start the podcast off the same way every time, which is if I met you at a party and we were chatting and I said to you, Matt, what is it that you actually do? What's your go-to? I would do this. I would, excuse me, excuse me. That's a great question, person I've never met before. I actually drink from the skulls of my enemies. How about you? <laughs> You'll say, I love it. And everyone knows you as the man who drinks from skulls. Uh, so tell us more about that. Like, what does that mean? Where did that come about from? And whose skull is that that you're drinking from right now? Well, there's a few good questions there. If, I was, if we were really at a party, I'd probably just flip off and say, you know, that whole leads and growing business stuff through online marketing. I do that. That's how I'd sort of really answer it. With a skull in my hand, mind you. Definitely. <laughs> but let's go down there. Let's go down that uh, that road because obviously, like, you know, you've really developed a point of difference in the marketplace by having that. You drink from actual skulls. You've got people from all over the world sending you skull gifts. Where did that come about from and what made you want to adopt that as part of your brand? Yeah, I love that question. So, fun fact, this, uh, I think it actually may be a real skull, but we won't uh, confirm or deny that. I got it for going on a podcast. Someone from halfway across the world sent it to me uh, because they they know me as the Skulls guy. Where it all came from, back when I was sort of breaking out and getting into this advertising game, there was this common theme. This is back in 2017, 2018. There was this common theme where people would have their banners and they'd be like, I help roofers get 20 more leads a month. And everyone was saying the same bullshit. And I just kind of got sick of it. I saw a chalkboard meme shared on the internet. It said, you know what's wrong with society today? No one drinks from the skulls of their enemies no more. And I'm like, fuck yes. That is me. That's what I'm going all in. And I just started sharing. I just started saying, I'm going to drink from the skulls of my enemies. Who's in? And I started creating this like mini little cult thing where people started saying it with me. And I was just really consistent with the message. I fucking loved it. To me, it meant just like, going all in, playing to win, being the absolute best version of yourself, leaving it all out on there and sort of bucking the trend of participation trophies and um, and things of that nature. And what I kind of uncovered accidentally was that if you're consistent with a message, if you say it the same thing over and over and over and over again, people start saying it back to you. I started getting skulls in the mail. I started getting shirts. I started getting ice cup packs, like all this weird and wonderful shit all, all across the world. P 
people were sending me stuff. I'm like, I'm onto something here. I've figured out how to be memorable and really stand out. Yeah, and I love it. And obviously, you know, we've um, we've worked together for, for uh, a few years ago. And uh, as part of that, as soon as you adopted that, I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. This is going to be something that people will remember. Because as you say, it is. And there is so much in most industries, there is so much vanilla, right? There's so much yeah. uh, average stuff that goes on. It is something where if you can adopt something that you like that reflects you as who you are and, and how you approach things, then it, it can only go well. And it's, uh, I know for myself seeing it when you put up posts and you've got people commenting on there, you know, drink from the skulls of your enemies and all that sort of stuff. It just, it, uh, it makes so much sense because like, uh, I mean, prior to making that decision, cause obviously you were in business doing things anyway, but prior to making that decision, like how did you find trying to identify a point of difference without having something like that as a hook? Yeah. For me, the fact that I wanted to operate in in the united states kind of weird and I'm, i live in a country town in queensland um but i just figured what what why would people how are people going to remember me i'm in a different time zone i got a funny accent maybe i can make that work um but i want to be known i want to be memorable i need to stand out i want people coming to me i want the power of the conversation i want them to know who i am i want them to remember who i am by seeing something funny or cool or interesting and that's where I, I kind of just ran with it. And like before that, I would say no one really knew what I did or, or what I was about. Um, that that's the thing that helped me really stand out. And it's um it comes down to obviously as you mentioned their influence uh, persuasion where you're really doing that ahead of time. And how much because sometimes people they go you know they kind of fall into something. How much planning went this for you, or did you just go actually like you know this is going to be it and it stuck versus you know putting the actual thought behind the whole process there? Yeah, for for me, <laughs> there was not much thought behind it. I just I just it loved it. There was no intention behind it that I was going to create a marketing business. My wife and I had a wedding hire business. We also, I was also building up a commercial cleaning, building and renovation business. Um, and I was doing marketing and advertising on the side. And I just, I just, I was obsessed with it from the moment I started doing it. And, and I used to love cracking niches, figuring out what made people tick, what made people enter their details, what made people buy. I just got obsessed with it. And, you know, one thing led to another. I started getting really good at the advertising stuff really quickly. And I was just doing the stuff that was funny. I was doing it for these the, our own businesses at the time. And I started to figure out that people really started to buy into it. We created our own language. Um, we had this real us and them thing happening. And I, I kind of by chance, I, uh, I had no idea who he was. But one of the biggest roofers in America reached out to me. He said, hey, man, sick of all these marketers taking my money. Try to do as best, best I can with a southern accent. But he asked me to run some ads for him. I set him up. The ads went viral. Um, he made a couple of million dollars in six weeks. And because I'd already been building this, this mini brand and people knew who I was, every time I'd do a post, every time I'd share a result, people would reach out to me. And within a couple of months, we had clients in every market of the US. I was running ads in every state, pretty much every market of the US within such a short time. Which, you know, that was really cool. I was standing right beside you. You were helping me do it back then, Kim. It was awesome. But it was crazy how quickly it all took off, eh? Hmm. And of course, like you you would have had everything fully systemized. It would have been like very little work for you to uh, take on those clients all over there. I'm sure you were getting tons of sleep every night. Uh, <laughs> just nice and relaxing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny when you, tr when you like go away from your safety net 
Um, cause we had a couple of successful businesses and, you know, doing well, but it wasn't fulfilling my purpose. So, you know, didn't love it. Whereas the advertising stuff, I was doing it for free. I, I just loved it. Um, so with that in mind, when you transition from your comfort zone to the unknown, you don't fucking sleep. I wasn't. Katie would come and grab me at two in the morning and be like, Matt, you got to come and sleep. I'm like when you don't know when your next, your next pay is coming from and you just absolutely love it. It's hard to put those boundaries in place, but I went all in with it. I have an obsessive and addictive personality and I was putting it to good use. 100%. And I think I, I was, uh, and still am very much the same. Like anything new that comes out, like I am, I'm addicted to it. I, I love learning it and, and diving into it. Um, and I, and I know for me, there's been many times where I've had to be pulled away to, you know, yeah. to, like something just pushes your laptop shut, uh, because uh, you're, uh, you're still hustling there. But again, if you do want to build something that cuts through the noise and eventually becomes, you know, bigger than just one person, you've got to put those, those hard yards in, because I think otherwise it can be very hard to, uh, to make it past a certain level. If you, if you haven't laid a great foundation, because especially for yourself, you're not dealing with Australia, you're dealing with the U S. That's right. Yeah. How is it going to suck? Like, most people are like, oh, have, yeah, you've got to, you know, you work from home and have an international business. Uh, it's going to be pretty cruisy. And it's like, oh, obviously, you know, super profitable. And it's like, yes, you might have really good profits on it. But however, your days are completely screwed. Like, yeah. you've got all different time zones and you've got a, um, you've got kids as well. So it's like even harder. Uh, and a yeah. relationship. And you still had a few other things going on. So it's, uh, it's you know hats off to you. It's it's a tough one to do um, and yeah. to keep doing because it's uh, either succeed or, or burn out is probably the only two options. Yeah, absolutely. That's you mentioned something really cool there that I, maybe not everyone gets it. Maybe I, I know your viewers will because they're crazy people like us. But I I had a decision to make. I I chose to go into the American market for me. There's like a million, uh, literally, there's a million home improvement companies. That's what we do. We run ads and SEO and all that cool stuff for home improvement companies in America. So it's, a, it's, it's almost endless. There's no, there's no limit. Like you can have 30 to 50 clients on, on a retainer and have a fantastic business with someone in every state and doing extremely well financially. And which is, you know, that's what we've done. But I, I made that decision. I wanted to do it. I loved I love the American mentality of they love going all in. They love risking it. They want to win. Got a lot in common with that. It, it really stood out for me. The US dollar to Aussie dollar, it ain't, it ain't terrible. Uh, let's, be, let's be real about that. But I just saw the opportunity there. It was presented to me um, and I went all in with it. So I choose that hard. And you know, I guess not everyone's willing to do that, but it was the sacrifice I was willing to make uh, to hit it big and, and to play and at a, at a bigger level, if you know what I mean. hundred percent. And I think that's the, the hats off thing to you because now, you know, people could, can look at it and it's always, you know, the, the overnight success. I was just trying to call with someone today and funnily enough, he calls you an influencer. He's like, Kim knows that influencer guy, Matt Smith. And I was like, <laughs> Matt would call himself an influencer by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> uh, you do have influence over people because of the brand that you've built up over time. Which is is really cool to see, and um, you know the but you you did choose that hard work and consistent effort, and I know like you know we had good catch ups and uh, with yourself and Katie, and you know when times were tough and you're putting in all those extra hours and trying to figure everything out, and now people could look at it and be like, man, this guy he's you know owns the entirety of Queensland, he's got the best hair on the internet, he's a skull crusher, <laughs> skull taker, 
you know, uh, he seems to have everything kind of figured out, but it is that compounding effect of effort that you put in. And I know many people I talk to and it's like, you know, they're in their first couple of months and they're like, oh, how hard it is and things like that. And I was like, look, it is, but you've got to keep going. Like overnight successes, they always say take like 10 years. And I was like, hopefully, you know, next year will be the 10th year anniversary of your social voice. So I was like, hopefully I'll become an overnight success by then. Uh, (laughs) So that everyone, uh, everyone can say that too. But for, for people that are, are doing that, you know, is there any, any hurdles that you face that like really, really kind of stick out as you were building things up? Because uh, especially we have a lot of agency owners that listen to small businesses that might've heard parts of your story before, but was there any, any kind of real hurdles that stuck out to you along the way? Yeah, there's been, there's been so many challenges along the way and we, we probably make it look a lot easier than it is. It hasn't been easy. We just, we've gone all in and just been, been overly obsessive about winning and you know, creating a business and uh, to build a lifestyle that, that Katie and I want to have with our beautiful little girl. We've got another one on the way. I think Katie and act side note, our our baby was a mastermind baby. Shout out to Mogul Masterminders. First, first mastermind baby ever. <laughs> How cool is that? So, you know, there's been a there's been a lot of challenges. In our first year, we experienced uh, a level of success that is very rare, going from, you know, zero to thirty K in a month and Zero to six hundred k in six months. Um, in our first year, we we clocked a milli, which was cool. But it's funny when you hit that that dollar amount, like it's you're you're obsessed with it. You want to hit it. I always want to hit things, providing we're delivering exceptional value to the clients. I don't really the money's just a good byproduct. I fully believe that you know more than anything. Um, but yeah, once you hit it, it's like okay, that was cool. It's like ten minutes of of happiness and blah 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 then you move back onto the task and the biggest first challenges that that katie and i sort of experienced was trying to replace ourselves and have a family in in between that growth period where we couldn't just rely on ourselves we did need to invest in people and systems because at some point you have to do that or you've just got an extremely high paying job which isn't terrible either but yeah the first big challenge was people and then it's just like understanding that that is the challenge that that's that's the game right and you don't fucking quit you keep going you keep going you keep pushing and you persevere and it's through that experience of blood sweat and tears that you'll get to the next level like for us 2021 was extremely tough we tried to bring some people on we found a couple of rock stars and then we had a a lot of a lot of trouble in in some key roles you don't know what you don't know 2022 was harder but it did it felt easier like the the problems, the level of ex- like the the level of issues that we dealt with were way harder than twenty twenty one, but we developed that mental toughness, that strength. You know, we created that leather skin, so to speak, to deal with it and to to rise above those challenges. And you get better with time. The, the problems don't get any easier. It's your level of experience that you get better about dealing with it. Same with this year. Same sort of challenges. Every business in the world right now dealing with people. It's going to be a challenge recruitment, retaining. It's a crazy world right now, but it's it's how you deal with it and just persevering with it. The number of people that I st- that started out either before me or at the same time that had some some success that dwindled away because they gave up or they weren't consistent, predominantly weren't consistent with their activity um, of doing the things that they needed to do to grow their business. That's That's sort of the things that I've seen. You've got to persevere. You will get better at dealing with shit. 
but it's through consistency and just sheer hard hard work and hard will that you'll win in this market. Hundred percent. And yeah, you, you said so many right things. I don't know how many people like I still get people reach out to me. They're like, oh, like I've got, you know, I think one person in my business is going to leave. Like, how do I deal with it? And things like that. And I, I give them my advice and what, what my viewpoints are on the topic. And then they're like, oh, how do you just, you know, deal with that so nonchalantly? And I was like, come to me when you have five key uh, people in your business all want to leave within a week and a half of each other. I was like, that's a bigger problem. I've had to deal with that before. <laughs> yeah. Like one person leaving, I was like, that's that's nothing. You know, well, how do you deal with like dealing like this? And it's like, as you say, your problems just get bigger. You know, where yeah. people are like, I remember still having the problem of being like, oh man, how do I find an extra five grand to pay my tax bill? Um, now my tax bills are much bigger than that. So it's like the problems yeah. there only, only grow and, and increase and uh, your ability to deal with them only grow and increase as well. So, and I find that generally going through any challenge, it seems much, much harder in the challenge when you're in right. going through any of it. And when you have the hindsight and look back and you're like, oh, you know, look at that. That's it's 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 uh, it was hard, but you came out the other side. Like I remember in one, we had a uh, a week where um, I used to ha- be involved in a cafe, and we had the head chef leave, a staff member leave, charge back from a client who we delivered all their work on months and months ago. Just suddenly charged back out of our account, and yeah. then I got and uh, and what else happened? And then something happened where I like I popped a disc in my back or something like that, all in like a space of a week. And at that time, asked me, I was like, the universe is like collapsed. Like I was like, no. But now I'm like, it was hard. Mm. But you know, like, but I I survived. Like I got I got through it. And during it, yes, there are many moments where you feel like you can give up, right? Or you can feel like you could be like pull the pull the ejecto seat and uh, (laughs) and fly out of the plane. But your ability to persevere is what you know takes you to those next levels, and it's um yeah been been amazing to see for you guys because as you say behind the scenes, everyone sees what you you post and everyone posts on social media, which is a lot of times the highlight reel. Behind the yeah. scenes, a lot of hard work that goes on. No one wants to post on there. Yay, lost another team member, or yay, client charge <laughs> did this. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that sort of stuff is that uh, painful. Yeah, no one's putting that stuff out there. But I guess that you meant it's a good point you make there, like the the. You're in the suck there for a period there, and but you came through the other side. So I always draw strength from that. Like if you can get through that, and you you know you come through the other side somehow. You didn't know how you're going to do it in the time, but you persevered. You got through it. The back got better. You were able to recruit a different team member, and keep rebuilding and growing from there. The the strength, the power that you get from that is is next level in my opinion. 100%. And that's why it's always great to, and you've always been really big on it. I've always been really big on it, which is finding people to support you that have been there. And you find yes. people that have dealt with the problems and you go to them and then they're like, oh, that, like I mentioned before, you know, I know people that have lost 10 team members. I've had four go, or like, and they've had, they've had to face bigger, uh, bigger adversity or solve yeah. problems. Um, and I think that's the, the most important part is, you know, you, as you mentioned before, you've, you know, you've got tons of stuff going on and you always find the best people. In the areas that you need help with, and you go and get that support. I do the same, and I can only yeah. uh, highly advocate that for everyone because it's like if we had to figure out these things on our own, it'd probably be a lot tougher. Like it'd still be, it'd yeah. still be, we'd, you know, we'd probably persevere, but it'd be a lot tougher than if you didn't have somebody who could be like, "Hey, this is a big problem. Like, please help. Like, give yeah. me some advice here." Is there absolutely? 
like on that note, like, has there been any times where like, what's been some of the best advice that's helped you get through some of those tough times as, um, or even helped you accelerate good times, um, yeah. as things have been going through? Yeah, for sure. It'd, it'd be the biggest takeaway I would, I would present as advice to anyone who's watching along who wants to grow. Maybe they're stuck or they, they just want to level up is get in a room of people who are doing the thing that you seek to. For me, when I started, I wanted to learn social media. So I joined a group, a US based group who were really fucking good at teaching business owners how to, how to brand, how to build influence, how to use social media organically to, to blow up quick. That's the skill I already had. I then I figured out, well, I'm good at this shit and I'm great at ads. Who do I know that's like in the, actually the same country that I can go and sit with and, and learn from that's done the thing that I want to do? I want to create a seven-figure business in a year. I saw, I saw yourself. We'd been going back and forth for a while, but I'm like, well, Kim's done it. I need to be with him. Just boom. I made the decision straight away. I didn't fuck around. I didn't go back and forth. I'm an R. I'm like, I want this result. I want to be around someone who's actually done it. And it's not just like the, there's the awesome stuff that comes out of having structured calls and, you know, being really proactive with, you know, keeping, keeping me on task or keeping students and men mentees on task. But the biggest value is, is in that, that intimate space, that private time, like maybe it's after an event, you're sharing a beer, you're having a meal, and it's the golden nuggets. It's not necessarily just the business stuff. It's the stuff that goes with the business stuff. And that's the, the biggest things I've found with mentors is when you get to know them better, they become a friend, they become a mentor. Obviously, you're investing in them to do that with you. But it's those little things that no one really thinks about, like how to put it together with having a family, working in weird and wonderful hours, how to recruit people, how to deal with people. It's, it's the things you won't think of that you'll never know. And it's not necessarily through the direct relationship that you've got um, in, you know, if you do go into a mastermind or a coaching program, that's what I've found. 100%. As you say, it's like you could easily, you could pay and be in a mastermind, attend all of the digital workshops uh, if they have them, watch all of the programs. And it's like, you're probably only going to get 45% of the potential value, not the value yeah. because the value is there if you use it, but like the potential value, because especially, and that's why I love live events is like when you go to a live event, the things that happen in and around it all are the the hugely beneficial components in my eyes. Like I know we had um we went and caught up with um Ryan Tuckwood and one of his groups and we went out on a boat and it was literally just for a day and they put it out there. I don't think they expected me to come because I'm in Perth. It's on the East yeah. Coast. And I was like, I'm coming. They're like, oh really? Like Yeah. That's great. <laughs> but you're you're coming? And I was like Man, number one, I get to hang out with people like Ryan, like Matt, many people that I've known for a couple of years online, and we're going to go and do something where we're not going to be sitting in the classroom learning. We're going to be out on a boat all day. It's like the conversations, the connections, and all that sort of stuff that we're going to have is going to like by well and truly cover the cost of me coming over there from birth, and it's going to like justify me being out of the business for a couple of days. And just like one thing I remember Ryan said in passing, he's like, oh, yeah, we use this new like funding partner, like these guys. And I was like, oh, cool. Next day, message them. And now they've, you know, been responsible for probably a couple hundred grand worth of sales we've been able to put through yeah. that we couldn't put through anywhere else. Yeah. So if it didn't come, he wouldn't like, I would have never heard that in passing comment about this place. Yeah. And yeah. It would be completely different. So it's the extra effort that you put in is what really amplifies your results in those scenarios for sure. 
Yeah. Um, now, and Matt, as well, we could sit here and chat all day. Um, I've been on your, was on your podcast the other week, and uh, that was great too. So, guys, if you haven't, make sure you check out Matt's podcast as well because uh, he has m- many amazing guests in, on there. But um, I do like to ask one question at the end of every podcast, which is, is there a question which I haven't asked you yet that I should have? Great question. I think I may have even swiped that and may have even used it on my own podcast from time to time, and it stumps people. It's a cool one. Um, why don't you ask the question, uh, <laughs> what happened on that boat cruise? To uh, did, did all members, who, who ended up in hospital or who nearly died that day? <laughs> I mean, look, that was on the boat cruise. We can't blame the boat cruise. That was post- that was after the boat cruise. That was post-boat yeah. cruise. Yeah. Yeah. I was dangling Percival for people. Yeah, something happened to someone to their skull. Can't confirm who or what. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard skull. I did crack it that night, slipping over. Don't know what happened. Ended up in hospital, but uh, I have the scars to show it. Um, but that's it's another story for another day. Yeah, it was a beautiful wet Brisbane day. Uh, yeah, we can't put any blame on you. <laughs> No, but well, let's let's ask one question. If someone wanted to replicate the success you've had with the personal branding side, yeah. um, obviously being a skull taker, what would be what would be step one for them? Do you reckon? Yeah, I would come up. I would try and figure out how to be memorable. Come up with a cool catchphrase, maybe three to seven words. You want something that stands out. You want something that's you know related to your brand or your values. Um, if it rhymes, it's even better. And then you've got to be consistently posting with it, like sign off every post with it. That's what I did. For years, I told people I had the greatest hair on Facebook. I had the second greatest hair in the world, working hard to be number one. I drink from the skulls of my enemies. I sign off with things like gamble responsibly, bet on yourself. Just by being consistent with that, so many people know who I am. I've created all these weird and wonderful anchors all over the place. Uh, where Wherever anyone sees a skull, they'll tag me in it. When anyone's talking about hair, they tag me in it. Like I'm getting tagged 10 to 20 times a day just from random weirdos all around the world. Um, and it's a really fast way to be memorable. The other thing that I would I would like to sort of push out there is that you're going to get people who, you know, they're not your supporters. They're, they're probably, they might be family members or friends and, you know, they're going to poke fun at you. They're going to give you shit. And that's all part of it. You have to keep going. You have to persevere. Just remember you're, what you're trying to do and what you're looking to achieve and with con- putting out content out there, it's not for them. They're not your perfect customer. So you have to develop that mindset that it's, you know what, fuck them. It's not for them. Um, you can tell them abruptly or you can do it nicely. But regardless of what anyone ever says, keep going. It is through consistency that you'll win the day. Love that. 100%. And now, Matt, if anyone has resonated with what that you've shared here and they want to find out more about what you're up to, where's the best place for them to connect with you online? Yeah, cool. I'm easy to find on Facebook or Instagram. My handle is the only Matt Smith with one T, just because I'm trying to be different as always. Um, it's a very common name. I'm trying to do uncommon things. So the only Matt Smith, or if you just search me on Facebook for M-A-T space Smith, um, you'll find me. Follow along, send me a comment, send me a message, and I'll I'll be there. Beautiful. Thank you, good sir, as always. And guys, if you like this episode, please do share it around, show Matt some love, check out what he's up to online. And of course, you know, guys, gamble responsibly. Bet on yourselves. Until next time, I'm Kim. Thank you, Matt. Good sir. We'll see you soon.